Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. Good morning. My name is Pastor Chung Kai. And on behalf of Covenant Evangelical Free Church, it's so good that you can join us here for our Christmas service today. I'm just wondering among us here, is there anyone? You're here in a church for the first time, the very first. So think about it, don't raise your hand. You're here in a church for the very first time, very first time. So on the count of three, can you just raise your hands? We'd like to welcome you. One, two, three. First time here, first time here. Yes, over there at the back. Yes, up in the gallery as well. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is so wonderful. Welcome, welcome. Our, our friend here as well, welcome. You know, coming to a church can be a daunting thing. I remember 40 years ago, Christmas Day was also a Sunday, and that was the first time I stepped into a church. And that became an inflection point in my life. It totally changed the trajectory as where I was headed. So we welcome especially those here for the first time in any church. And those of you online as well, I can't see your hands, but we welcome you uh, as well. The reason why I didn't want to go to church was for me that religion is superfluous. It is extra. It's an add-on. It's a nice to have, not necessarily a need to have. So as a busy student, I was busy doing what? Studying, of course, in Singapore, mugging away, and no time for anything else. For me, my philosophy in life is very simple. Study hard, get a career, settle down, then, then after the country club, maybe you consider religion. It's nice to have, not necessarily a need to have. But I had good Christian friends who continued to pester me in a nice way. And so with three months to spare before national service after my A-levels, I decided what's there to lose. So I entered my first church, and thankfully that morning, uh, the, the, the experience was really good. It was not as bad as I imagined. So we pray your, your, your experience here today will also be good. You see, friends, I thought, I thought then that religion is kind of invented by human beings. You know, if you're from the West, your God is the Olympus, the, not the camera, the mountain, the Zeus and Christ and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm Asian, so I have my own gods. And in the place where I was growing up, we had gods in the front of the door, the kitchen and all over the place. So these are all invented and, and, and you know, we only turn to them when we have need. I want to share with you today that my thinking was so wrong, I was so deceived. You know, in this story, these two stories here just now, it tells us two simple truths about Christmas. The first is this, the gift that all of us are looking for. There is a gift all of us are looking for. So in the first story, we had this rich gentleman who comes in and he's looking for something in this store. And like many Singaporeans, we are buying up like crazy now. You know why? Because GST hike coming uh, in January. So all the big ticket items, we try to save that 1%, isn't it? And, and, and that's it. He's in the store. He's looking for something. And all of us, whether we know it or not, we are all looking for something. You see, of course, uh, if you're single, you may be thinking of hey, a life partner, someone to spend the rest of your life with. For some of you married without kids, you're hoping that hey, maybe God will bless you with children. Some of you are mid-career and you're thinking, hey, you know, what's the next step? And we are all looking for something. Now, these are all the various things, different ones of us today, we are searching for. But I want to share with you there's something common to all that we are searching, that all of us, just now Vincent said almost all of us, it's actually, or rather Daniel said almost all of us, 
all of us are searching for this thing. What is this one thing that all of us are searching for? What is this one thing? And it's found in the clue of the second story where the two robbers came into the place. What were the two robbers looking for? They were looking for? Sorry, Vincent, I need according to the script. They're looking for? Money! It's like so stupid like that, also don't know, right? They're looking for money. Were they really looking for money? You think about this. Remember there's a conversation between the storekeeper and Luke, the second robber? He asked Luke, what are you looking for? And Luke, in his honesty, uh, paused a moment and, and couldn't give an answer. He said, I don't know what I'm really looking for. I'm not sure what I'm really looking for. So what, what is this? On the surface, it is money. But what did Luke needed the money for? He needed the money because he had lost all his money in, in gambling, in crypto, oh sorry, investing in cryptocurrency. <laughs> and, and why was he investing in cryptocurrency? Because he needed money for treatment for his wife, isn't it? And so at the end of the day, it wasn't so much money he needed. He was actually looking for treatment for his wife, who, Emily, who had cancer. Is that correct? I present to you, he's not even looking for treatment for his wife. See? Wow, you're really confusing me now. What Luke really wanted was for his wife to be well. Isn't that correct? Not just treatment, because you and I know I can provide money for the treatment. The treatment for cancer doesn't guarantee health, you know? Many of us, we have friends, we have loved ones who've been through lots of treatment. They don't necessarily turn out well. This is rather convoluted because I want to share with you, sometimes what we think we need immediately is not what we really need. We are really looking for something down the line. So the question this morning is, what is this thing that all of us, all of us are really looking for? And because we have these immediate needs, the world comes to us and bombards us with all sorts of stuff. Now, oh, you need the latest and the greatest. You need this uh, OLED TV, uh, Thermomix, uh, BMW, whatever it is. All inside, and nothing wrong with all these. Uh, please carry on and buy. Uh, but it's not the real thing that we are really looking for. They, 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 they scratch and itch for a short while, then after that, we need to look for the next thing, iPhone 14, iPhone 3065, you know, whatever it is. We, we, we need the latest, and it doesn't really meet this need. It's like the man who goes to the doctor, says, Doc, I think I'm dying. Says, why do you think I'm dying? Because I poke my head, it's painful. I poke my chest, it's painful. I poke my abdomen, it's painful. I poke my leg, it's painful. Everywhere it's painful. The doctors have a word for this, and it's called Long Zong Tia Syndrome. Uh, in Hokkien, it means everything painful. The doctor looked at the patient and says, let me examine you. And says, oh, you're not going to die. You just have a broken finger. <laughs> right feeling, but wrong diagnosis. Right feeling, but wrong diagnosis. So you have this feeling, something is wrong, something is missing, something is empty in your life, and you're looking for something to fill this. You're looking for the gift to fill it up, but actually you're looking for something deeper. What is this something deeper that you and I are looking for? And it's not easy to define. Just as for Luke, he struggled. He don't know how to put it into words, what we are really looking for. You know, in the pandemic, two years ago, it was a difficult season. But the first circuit breaker come, it was a little bit of what we call uh, a honeymoon period. Because everyone, while we are stuck at home, our people started sending grab food here and there. So a little bit like Christmas. Uh, you know, food here and there. Oh, and that tied us. But when it dragged on from 2020 to 2021, something started, didn't feel right, isn't it? We just felt something. We, we don't know how to describe this feeling that all of us, not just Singaporeans, but the whole world is feeling. You know what we are feeling? That feeling is called grief. 
grief. We were grieving. Why? Because through the pandemic, many of us lost things. Not just lost life, we lost our freedom, we lost our way of life. The whole way that we've been living previously has been totally washed away by the tsunami of COVID. And so we were grieving for this loss and we felt this, but we couldn't describe it. And now I give you the word for it, it is grief. I share this with you because likewise, this thing that is empty in our hearts, that we are trying to pick all these presents and trying to fill them, is very hard to describe. The closest I, I come to you is this. How many of you have never, never had a disagreement in your life? Can I see your hands? Uh, your wife will pull it down for you. Huh? <laughs> we are humans huh, with this. Now, we, we, we have disagreements, isn't it? That's life, that's our journey with one another. And in that disagreement, when your loved one, your husband, between husband and wife, between father and child, between parent and whatever it is, friends, siblings, you, you have that disagreement, how do you feel? You feel angry, you feel upset, and, and there's this sense of tension in that relationship, isn't it? How do, you, how do you describe that? When you walk past that person, you don't want to walk past that person, as a matter of fact, you want to stay far, far away, isn't it? There's this discomfort, what's the word for it? Friends, I want to give you a word today. Just now I shared with you the word loss and grief. The word is alienation. You say, wow, see me like, what word is that? It's not alienation. Huh? <laughs> alienation is this idea that we are separated, something's not right, something's broken in the relationship. And you look at the world today, that's exactly what the whole world is facing. Whether it's Ukraine or Sri Lanka or Taiwan and China, it's alienation. Something is wrong in our relationships. Something is very badly wrong in our, all our human relationships. And you know why this something is wrong in all our human relationships? Because God created you and I first to have a relationship with Him. God, as the creator being, loves us to have a love relationship with Him. When that relationship with Him is broken, all other relationships are broken. The Bible calls that sin. The Bible calls that sin. He said, well, I thought sin is something that you know, I say, I do, I think wrong. Yeah, 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 correct. It has to do with all these things. But more than that, sin is choosing to live our lives apart from God. That is the primary sin. That's why, because there's alienation between you and I, all of us, and God. That's why there's alienation among all of us. All of us struggle for this. We are looking for that reconciliation. We are looking for something. What is this something we are looking for? This feeling. Remember I talked about loss and grief? Alienation. And we want the resolution that to result in peace. You and I, whether you believed it or not, you saw the, 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 the stories here, we are all looking for that peace. Peace between humankind that will come by peace between us and our Creator. That's why when the angel first appeared to the shepherds on the first Christmas 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born. This is what he says. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, what? Peace. Of all the words that God could choose, on earth, peace. This is what we long for deeply in our hearts. We long for the peace that forgiveness comes when our relationship with God is made right. That is the gift all of us, all of us, are searching for. And in your heart of hearts, you know that's true. But there's a second thing about, a second truth about this Christmas. It tells us the gift that we desperately need, but we can never afford. So remember the rich businessman again in the first story, he came up and when you were told, how much is this gift? Oh, you cannot afford that. He was offended. 
How dare you tell me I cannot afford this? No, he will wear a top hat, but he's very, he sounds very much like Singaporean, you know. What do you mean I cannot afford it? I sing up. No, I didn't say that, but you know, I, of course I can afford it. I can buy your whole shop. How dare you tell me I cannot? You know, that, that's the feeling. And as Singaporeans, we don't like to be told we cannot do anything. And it's true, you think about it, our founding father's words, you know, 50 years from, from mud flat to metropolis, we did it, we are Singaporeans. Look, look at what happened in the two years of the COVID. No, you know, many of you here, we are able to come back together. Remember the bad old days, one meter apart and all that kind of stuff. We are here seated beside one another, masks without masks. The freedom we have, look at how we conquered COVID. We are Singaporeans, don't tell us what we cannot do. Ah, but the reality is that human beings, there are some things we must recognize we can never be able to do. Let me give you simple illustrations. The best eye doctor cannot perform cataract surgery on himself or herself, right? The best cardiothoracic surgeon in the world cannot perform heart transplant for himself or herself. We need somebody else. That's the nature of being a human. Being a human is not that we cannot do anything. No, it's that we come to the point to realize there are many things that we are never able to do in and of ourselves. Today, why we cannot afford the gift? Let me give you two simple reasons. The first reason God tells us is simply this. All of us are in trouble because of that alienation from God. The Bible calls that sin. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All of us, your friend who invited you today, myself, all of us, we are sinners. We have that broken relationship with God. And God is the holy being of all perfection. His standard of moral perfection is out of this world, literally, that none of us, able to obtain it. We, we can't do it by ourselves. That's the important thing to think about. But the second important reason is this. The gift that God gives to us, why we cannot afford it, is simply because the gift is not a thing. The gift is not a thing. What do I mean by that? It's not something you can go to Amazon.com, Shopee, Taobao. You cannot just buy it. You can't buy it. The gift is not a thing. What do I mean by that? So I'll give you an illustration. Huh? Think of your best friend. If you have a best friend, I hope you have a best friend. Think of your best friend. How would your best friend feel if you go to your best friend? So for example, let's say Felix is right in front here. Use you for illustration. Felix, I want you to be my best friend. I give you $50,000. Yeah, I know he wants it. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But if he's really your good friend, he will be offended. Because friendship cannot be bought by money, isn't it? If the friendship can be bought by money, it is not a real friendship. It, it is a transaction. I don't know what you call that, isn't it? All true friendships are gifts, friends. All true friendships are given freely. Does that make sense? All true friendships are given by God. And that's why I share with you today, we cannot, we cannot afford this gift, not just because we are sinners, but because it's not a thing to be bought. You see, friends, we think of Christianity sometimes as a religion. Religion in the sense that it is something that I must work very hard so that I can go to heaven. But that's not what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us God loves us so much, He brings heaven down to us when we are in a right relationship with Him. We think religion is something that we work very hard to go to heaven, but heaven is not just a place. Heaven is God bringing heaven down to us when you and I are in right relationship with Him. That's why, and now the verse goes on, in Romans 6.23, it says this, The wages of sin is death, but the free gift, the free gift, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Friends, today God gives to us that free gift. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Huh? So many of us, we go around Singapore for shops. Huh? 
We see all these signs, big, big in front, say free. Then you go closer when you buy 16,000. <laughs> right? It's a, it's a scam. It's a scam. But you know, when God says it's free, I want to share with you, there is a small line. There is a small line. There is a small line. The small line is not for you to buy anything. The small line is simply that you receive. You receive, that's it. If a friend comes to you and say, Felix again, sorry you're here, or Caleb, Caleb, just as handsome as the father, I have a gift. Caleb, I give to you this gift. What would you do, Caleb? What would you do? Don't like that, huh? You say, thank you very much, right? You receive it, thank you. And that's it. God comes to us and says, this is a gift I give to you. And God invites us very simply to receive that gift. Before I lead you to do that, we have another story. So sit back and watch this and listen to this song. Why don't you take something? I can just take something? Sure. What's the matter? I don't know which to take. How about both? Both? Yes, both. I can just take both? Sure. In fact, you can take as many gifts as you want from the shop. As many gifts as I want. Mm -hmm. Wow, are you Santa Claus? Ho, ho, ho. No, I'm not. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, slow down, young lady. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Oh, wait, hold on. What is it? You mustn't forget this. What? What is it? This is the special gift of Christmas. You mustn't leave here without this gift. But I don't have any more room. Come here. Well, then you must make some room for this gift. But that gift is so big. I had to leave a lot of my gifts behind just to make room for your gift. And it doesn't even look special at all. Uh, sometimes the most beautiful gifts come in ordinary packages. But it really doesn't look beautiful at all. But it is the most beautiful gift. Why? Come, sit. You see, this gift is the special gift of Christmas. The special gift of Christmas? Mm -hmm. This is the heart and soul of Christmas. The heart and soul of Christmas? This gift represents God's hope for the world. Hope for the world? How? God knew that what a lost and lonely world needed the most was to see, touch, and feel His love. So, He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, down to earth to be born. God sent us His only Son? He did, but we didn't accept Him. Some people even rejected Him. Rejected the Son of God? Why? Well, sometimes we fill our hearts with <laughs> so many other things that we have no room left for Jesus. Like what other things? Oh, like not so very important things like money, beauty, power. And before we know it, we've filled all the rooms in our hearts with these things that we have no room left for Jesus. Then what happens? Then Jesus will have to sleep in a rundown stable 
on a bed of straw with all the other animals, just like on the day he was born. Animals, it must have been very smelly. It was, and very cold too. <laughs> you see, all the other rooms in the hotels and inns in Bethlehem were filled with eh, not-so-very-important people. But for Jesus, the Son of God, there was no room. But I want Jesus to sleep in the nicest room. Well, then we would have to make room in our hearts for him, wouldn't we? Yes, I want to make room for Jesus. I want to give him my whole heart so he can choose whichever room he would like to live in. I'm sure he would like that very much. Bye. <laughs> it's funny what we can learn from the young ones. That little girl, in giving up all these, gains so much more than she ever held in her arms. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. Merry Christmas.
Thank you for being here, your patience, watching with us, listening to us. This morning, I want to share with you once again, God wants to give us a gift, but it's not a thing. It's Himself. It's Himself. And it's freely given to all, freely given to all. None of us will ever be able to deserve it. God loves us so much. He says, today, this is yours. And all you need to do is say, yes, I need it. No shame in that. We all need help. We cannot make it. We CMI. We need it. And right now, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do right that. Because I'm not a salesman. I know God loves me. I've experienced His love. And today, you want to experience that as well. That's all I'm sharing with you. So would you help me to do something? Would you close your eyes, bow your heads? And right now, I'm going to lead us in a simple way to respond. Respond. How we respond is something very simple. It's called prayer. Nothing magical again. It is talking to God. He's here right now. He's hearing your prayers. You don't have to verbalize it. But in your spirit, in your heart, if you say, yes, I need this gift. I know something's wrong. I can't really put my finger to it. But today, I, I want that peace. I need that peace. And friends, that peace comes when your sins are forgiven and your relationship is made right with God again. So if you're ready, if you're ready, would you pray this prayer in your heart? Pray this prayer in your heart. Dear God, this morning I hear all these words, all these stories. I need help. I want that peace. I want that peace. Would you come into my life? Forgive my sins. Make everything new. Make everything new. Make everything new. With no one looking around, all eyes closed, if you're here on site, I invite you to do something very brave. No one looking around except for those who are on duty. Would you just raise your right hand and keep it up? Just raise your right hand and keep it up. That's right. Just raise your right hand and keep it up. Just raise your right hand and keep it up. That's right. That's it. Right in the gallery as well. Just raise your right hand and keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may put down your hands. Lord, you, you see these hands lifted up to you. I pray in Jesus' name you would enter into their hearts. Give to them the gift of your presence. 
the presence of Christmas in their lives and make all things new. And then there are some of many of us here, we are, we are Christians, we are Christians, but for whatever reason, we feel alienated from God as well. We feel far, far away. And this Christmas, you want to come home. And all you need to do is just say, God, I pray this prayer and say, God, I, I want to come home this Christmas. I open my heart to you. Would you receive me once again? Thank you so much, Father. Thank you so much, Father. Also, I'd like to pray for you, both online as well as on site. If you pray that prayer with no one looking around, could you just raise your right hand? Raise your right hand and put it down. That's right. Raise your right hand and put it down. That's right. Raise your right hand. This is for Christians. Raise your right hand and put it down. Raise your right hand and put it down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come as your children and we are received by you this Christmas once again. That incredible gift. Thank you so much, Lord, that we are the reason that you have come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have a final song for you, so don't go yet. Pass the time over to the team.
Thank you, choir. Thank you so much. We come almost to the end of our Christmas service. I have a few announcements before I pray for all of us. If you are first time attending here for Christmas service on-site or even in the online space, do scan the QR code, fill up your details and we'd we'll love to connect with you. If you have responded to God during the prayer time, it would be great to let one of the ushers in turquoise t-shirt know about it and they will invite you to the Befriender's Corner to have a short chat with you. Last but not least, there's ice cream for everyone. So do have an ice cream down in the foyer and have a wonderful fellowship. Let us rise and allow me to pray a prayer of blessing for all of us. Let us pray. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift out His countenance upon you and grant you peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blessed Christmas 2022. Have a wonderful ice cream fellowship. Thank you once again for joining us for Christmas service. Goodbye. We're glad you had spent some time listening to God's Word. And we hope that the message has ministered to you. Should you require more assistance, kindly call 6892-6811. Or you can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.